Grace podcast, helping women create an empowered new chapter of life. We are breaking unhealthy relationship patterns. We are reclaiming our power and identity, and we are building resilience and flourishing. Today's episode is entitled Cravings. Now, when you think about cravings, it might kind of have a negative connotation, okay? But what happens is when it comes to cravings, uh, how we handle them is really the determining factor of whether or not it's something negative, if that makes sense, okay? Um, The things that we crave can be good things for us. And then some of the things that we crave can be bad things for us. And so um, it all depends on what these cravings do for our souls. So we just take a, like just a few seconds and digest that. The things that we crave, what are they doing to our souls? And the next thing, the next point is, when it comes to those things that we crave, are we doing it a little bit? Have they become a problem of being out of control? If we had to get rid of that thing or that person, what would happen? Because there are some things that are really good for us that we crave, but we can overdo it. (laughs) I'm going to give you a perfect example. When I lived with my mom on the southeast side of Chicago, we were in an apartment by ourselves. At that point, my parents had split up. And uh, there was a little corner store. And this little storefront corner store, but everybody went in there for some of everything. And for some reason, that store always smelled. What am I thinking about that right now? I don't know. Anyways, part of the story. And I would go in there and get us some flaming Hot Doritos, flaming Hot Cheetos, or sometimes the regular Doritos, regular Cheetos. And I like the Cool Ranch at the time. So I would get those as well. But what my mother and I became addicted to were the Little Debbie's brownies and then those Little Debbie's Dunkin' sticks. We craved those things like crazy, but it got to the point that we had so much of it that we hated the brownies and we hated the Dunkin' sticks. So, you know, we really must have opened <laughs> And I mean, when I say we ate so many of them, it's a wonder that we had not turned into a brownie or a Dunkin' stick ourselves. But anyways, we were craving them. Our bodies were craving those things to the point that we got sick of it. Kind of like the Israelites when they, oh, we want meat, we want meat, we want this quail. This is what we want. The man is not enough. And then God said, okay, I'm going to give it to you. And I'm going to give it to you. But you're just going to be sick of it. It's going to be coming out your nose. It's going to be coming out everywhere. You're going to literally die from not being able to get enough of that craving and, and, and letting me fulfill that. And that's what happens a lot of times when we have these cravings, when it gets out of control, we are taking something else and allowing that something else 
to fill a void, a space that only God can fill, it becomes like an anxiety for us to have to have it. And I remember when I was pregnant with my son, who is 23 now, um, my ex-husband said that um, what happened, I asked him if he would please go and get me a burger and I just wanted a hot dog and all this. This was right after the fact, several months before getting pregnant with my son, I gave up hot dogs, I gave up hamburgers, I gave up all of that because of how it made, they made me feel. I would always eat them, wake up about three o'clock in the morning. It was something about that three o'clock in the morning, literally feeling like I was dying. I was so sick. And so your roots matter. Your hair matters. Your voice matters. Your matriarchs matter. Black women, you matter. Your emotions matter. Your children matter. Your experiences matter. Black women, you matter. Come on. Dig in deeper and deeper. You're still on the surface. Dig deeper till you're digging deep down in those roots. Pre-order your copy on Amazon today. Digging deep down in those roots by Katina Horton. Download your book discussion questions. Bring healing in your circle of women. Thevalleyofgrace.com forward slash books. I said, oh, I got a craving for Can you just give me a cheeseburger, a hamburger from McDonald's and go here and go there? He said, you know what? <laughs> My ex-husband said, that's on you. You can go ahead and get it if you want to because he had already been up plenty of times with me. Knew I had given that stuff up. But I was craving it so bad because I was pregnant. So I just leaned into the craving and, and just let it dissipate. But I wanted it so bad. He said, but you're on your own. If you decide to go on and get that, you're on your own. I'm not staying up with you. <laughs> and that's how it is a lot of times when we get into stuff and God is telling us, come in, lean into me. You can have that fulfilled. And we go into that person. We go into that man. Uh, and two, thinking that that man is going to fulfill only what God can feel, uh, that he's going to uh, feel that void, we're in for a rude awakening. I mean, really rude, a rude awakening. And I remember at the point where, as I was healing from being with my ex-husband, it became like a drug where I craved him. It became toxic because it was a soul tie involved. It was unhealthy. And my body craved him like it would crave for any other type of drug. And when I look back and think about, man, the brokenness that was in me that I did not know because of that. And I remember my therapist saying, I would hate for you to not be able to progress and grow and go further from this. I would hate for that to happen. You have to lean in and press in and feel it. And I was suppressing, unconsciously suppressing and numbing because I did not want that to happen. I felt like it was something wrong with me, but she helped me to understand I needed to just 
lean in and feel it, no matter how bad it got. And so I would do that. And I would also lean in and press into Jesus at the same time. Uh, but that was also required then for me to talk about it in small groups to get rid of that shame. But that's what unhealthy things do for us. The unhealthy things we're craving, it causes effects for us like as if we're on drugs. We have to have something. And so um, it could be that way if we talk about ice cream, we talk about candy, we're talking about eating beef that we know we shouldn't have. Whatever it is, you know, craving is the beginning, it's the first step in a relationship. And God created us to crave new relationship, to desire it, but for it to be a healthy craving, not for us to be out of control with it. Any good thing can turn into a bad thing when it comes to having these cravings and not allowing God to be enough, him to be the number one factor in that. So um, I hope there was something that I said that would resonate with you as far as what are you craving? Number two, is it a healthy or unhealthy craving? And number three, what are you going to do with that craving? And then number four, actually, can God be enough? Without that, there are some of the things we have to ask ourselves. What have we done in the past? And did it work for us as far as dealing with our cravings? So I want to thank you for listening to the Valley of Grace podcast, but we're helping women create an empowered new chapter of life by breaking unhealthy relationship cycles, building resilience and flourishing, and we're reclaiming so much our power my day. Until next time. But I'm not intact to be sharing all